Hello, friend. Welcome to the episode here today on the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and we are talking about a juicy topic today, one that comes up a lot in my community, one that comes up a lot with women who reach out, who I'm working with now, and that is, what do we do when we have lost the passion in our life? Now, this could be passion in your career or your business. This could be passion in your relationship, or it could just be your passion and zest for life to get up and out of bed and excited for everything that's coming down the pipeline for your day. I believe we all have these moments in our life, especially in our modern day world with all the distractions that we have, all the demands that are coming at us and everything that we must keep floating, or we can say those balls up in the air of life, there comes a point where we just lose that zest, that excitement for life. And passion is when we feel engaged and present. Passion requires presence from us. I believe we all know what it's like to feel so engaged with something, like we're there, we're in the moment. It's like a bubble. Nothing else matters. And whether that is with a project, whether that is with your health or your fitness goals, whether that is with a loved one, whether that's even with your children, when we are engaged and when we are present, there is such a presence that comes from us and we are passionate about what we're doing or what we're engaged with. We feel lit up and there is an anticipation for this thing, not dread. It is enjoyable and we truly feel like is it is an expression of us and not something just on our to-do list or something to check off as a task for the day. And really when we have passion or we are passionate for something, we want to go the extra mile. Time is regularly a factor there. And like what I had just said, we find ourselves in this bubble being lost in time, which is why it feels so beautiful when we're passionate, because it feels like that full expression of us. We want to go that extra mile. We are present. We are engaged and we are enjoying it. So what do we do when we have lost that in our life or in a specific area of our life? That is a conversation that I want to have with you here today. And I have three ideas for you to generate this back into your life, to reignite this passion. And when I coach and teach personal growth and spiritual transformation, I look at it from three components. We need to look at the psychological factors. We need to look at the physiological factors. So the body and how that's working, psychological, the brain, the mind, how that's working, and then the spiritual aspects to it. And so whenever I'm teaching a course or whenever I'm working with a client and we're working through a problem or we're working on developing and transforming an area of their life, these are the three things that I always go to. If you've been a longtime listener of the show or for at least the past year or six months, you will have heard me talk about the whole self. Our whole self has five components. It is our physical self, so our physiology. It is our mental self, our psychology. It is our emotional self. It is our spiritual and intuitive self. And then it is also our self-expression. 
And when we feel a disconnect from life or a disconnect from a certain area in our life and we've lost that passion, it's because we've lost the wholeness of who we are or there is a fragment of some component of our whole self. And so in order to get that back, we need to look at these components of our whole self and look at where we're being fragmented or the areas that need to be work on, worked on so that we feel connected. We feel like a whole expression of ourself and we feel like that best, most vibrant, highest expression of ourself is showing up in our life and in the things that we care about. So we're going to get to this in just a second. Before I do that, um, I had launched the Alliance Sisterhood a couple of weeks ago. We've welcomed new sisters into our community. The Alliance Sisterhood is my coaching program and community for your personal growth and spiritual transformation journey. And it was interesting hearing from the ladies and, and talking to everyone who was interested. And there was a very large group of women who were very interested in coming into the Alliance Sisterhood and who wanted to engage in the program so much, but they felt like it was out of their price range in terms of the commitment that they could make from a monetary perspective. And I have heard you, I've heard you through this. So the Alliance Sisterhood is a six month program and it's about a $2,000 investment. And we go through all components of the whole self and creating this wholeness of yourself and birthing that newer, more evolved version of yourself that is needed to show up in this next phase of your life or whatever it is that you want to create. And so with hearing this come up many times, I've been behind the scenes. Uh, I've taken a little bit of, of a break from the podcast. I think I missed one, maybe two episodes. I'm not sure right now. But what I want to do is I am going to be creating a lower fee-based uh, option for the Aligned Sisterhood. And actually, I've been behind the scenes with my girl, Greer. She is like my right-hand woman. She's amazing. You guys are going to start to get to know Greer um, in the months to come because I want her to become a voice here on the podcast, and she's going to become a voice in the Aligned Sisterhood. And we are building out the Aligned Sisterhood as an entire brand. So right now, it is just a program, but we are going to build it out as an entire brand with different programs and options to be able to help women on their personal growth and spiritual transformation journey from a multitude of perspectives and from a multitude of budget ranges, because I want this work to reach everyone, and I know that it is so needed, and money should not be uh, a block uh, for someone to do this work. So that is coming down the pipeline, and I'm so excited to release what's coming down the pipeline and what we are working on building in the months to come. You are listening to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. My name is Sarah Funnell, your host, fellow sister seeker, and author of Follow the Joy, the book on aligned manifestation. This show is your spot for spiritual and personal development. It's your soft landing into a place for you to embody your truth and reclaim your sovereign power. I've been a coach for more than a decade, helping thousands of people transform their lives. And I'll be sharing the most effective and profound tools to help you step into the most abundant, joyful, and fulfilled version of yourself. I'm so glad we found each other here today. My promise to you is that this show will support you to live from a fully embodied and aligned space so that you can reach your goals, share your gifts with the world, and step into a life that is truly your own. Take my hand, dear sister, and let's jump in. So what did you think of the new intro? Pretty groovy, right? <laughs> 
Oh, I'm so excited about that intro. I, I really, really enjoy it. Okay, so we are going to dive right in right now. I got three ideas for you to ignite that passion back into your life, to become engaged, be present, lit up for your days, excited to jump out of bed and really engage so that you want to go the extra mile with everything that's in your life. Whether that is passion for your family life, whether that is passion for your intimate partner, whether it is passion for your career or your business or your fitness goals, whatever it is, when we don't have passion for the things that are in our life, they feel like a chore and just one more thing for us to do. And I don't want anybody to live their life like that. We all deserve to feel passionate. And so I had said at the beginning here that we're going to go through the physiological, the psychological, and the spiritual aspects to reignite that passion. And so here we go. We're diving right in. When it comes to your physiology, your body, how all those processes work, the biology, the neurology, this fleshy meat suit that you live within and that allows you to show up in this world as physical form. This needs space and rest. If you feel that lack of passion, if you feel like you are dragging yourself through your days, if you feel like you are not present in your life and there is that lack of joy, you are most likely tired and that's okay. I have a lot of women who come to me who are almost afraid to admit that they're tired, almost afraid to admit that they need space, that they need rest. We are inundated with social media of everybody out there living their quote unquote best life, doing all the things, achieving, always on the go. And we're so exposed to so many people, which is amazing. And there's so much positive to positives to that. But there's also the other side where we can feel like we're not doing enough or we are not enough because we're looking at the highlight reel of everybody else. And I think this is a really good time for you to be able to evaluate where is the space and rest in your life? To be passionate requires you to have capacity. Capacity physically, capacity mentally, capacity emotionally, capacitively, capacity intuitively for creative ideas and downloads. We need space and we need rest. And so I really want you to evaluate where are you feeling drained? What are the things in your life that are draining you? And can you take them off your plate? Can you delegate them? Can you ask for help? Can you put a pause on something to give yourself space and rest? Because when you do this, you will come back with more passion and energy and zest and enthusiasm that actually makes you want to show up in your life and moves a project, if you're working on a project, forward in a much better capacity with a fuller expression of yourself. And so have that little bit of an audit. And if you're someone who's saying like, Sarah, like I can't take space, like I can't have rest, like there's all these things and all these priorities that need my attention. And like, I get it, sister. Like I so get it. On the weeks that we have Joe's kids, I feel sometimes like I am, you know, running to school and making lunches and making breakfast and making dinner. And then, you know, going to the sports games and, you know, dropping my stepson off at his uh, girlfriends and then picking them up. And the weeks that we have the kids, sometimes there's three to four hours of driving that I do in a day or Joe and I are splitting up in a day every single day because where the kids' mom live, where their friends are, where their school is, is 25 minutes from us. And so 25 minutes there, 25 minutes back, that's an hour. 
there's two different school schedules, there's uh, sports obligations, and then, you know, there's friends and girlfriends and so forth. And so I get it if you feel like you have a lot on your plate or your job is really demanding or you feel like your schedule is just rammed. If this is you, I want you to look at how much time you're spending on your phone. This could be Instagram or social media or playing games or just, you know, go, uh, searching the web or reading blogs or, or how much you're watching Netflix. There are probably 20, 25, 30 minute pockets of time where you can just be with yourself, where you could maybe go take a nap, where you could just lay on the couch and just close your eyes, maybe where you can go meditate, do some breath work, something that allows you that connection back with yourself, which is one of my points that I'm going to get to in just a moment. But I really want you to look at where you can create space and rest. We all have these these opportunities. We do. We just have to look at where we are actually wasting and draining our energy. And I can tell you that scrolling on your phone or watching Netflix, it might seem like rest because you're sitting there seemingly doing nothing, but it is mentally fatiguing, especially Instagram or social media in general. Just scrolling, it's very mentally fatiguing. There's a lot of data and information that we're taking in in a short period of time in small 10, 15, 30 second intervals of time again and again and again. And we're constantly pinged to this thing and that thing and this person and that thing. Like it's all over the place and it's very mentally draining. And nowadays I'm finding, and I've seen this with myself and my clients, that when we feel tired, it's not the physical fatigue, it's the mental fatigue that's actually bringing down our physical self. So have a look at where you can create space and rest in your life. Number two, from a psychological perspective, I want you to look at where are you bored in life or where are you bored with this area of your life where you feel is just lacking that passion and that zest. And this is where we need to do something that I call shake the snow globe. It's a whole chapter in my book. And basically the whole concept is that we, we have about up to 70,000 thoughts per day. 70,000 thoughts per day. Do you know how much information um, that is? It's a lot of information. So we are thinking things all the time. And, you know, sometimes our mind goes crazy. Or if you're someone who says, like, I can't meditate, like my mind is always going. Yeah, you'll understand how many thoughts are running through your mind, especially all the data and information that we're taking in. Our mind has to process and create a thought or a judgment about. It's a lot. And so we're having all these thoughts every day. But it has been shown through research that 95% of the thoughts we had today are the thoughts we had yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. And our thoughts and our emotions and our behaviors are so intertwined and influence each other so much that basically if we are having the same thoughts every day, we're having the same emotional reactions and therefore playing out the same behaviors every day. And this is where we can feel like we get into a rut or things just become zestless or we lose our passion for things because we're basically running the same day on repeat again and again and again. And this is good from a survival energy conservation uh, perspective, because if we're just thinking the same thoughts and we have those same neural pathways running the same, you know, uh, circuitry of thoughts again and again and again, it's known, it's easy, it's automatic, and the body actually conserves energy. But from a, a, an alignment and enjoying our life perspective, that doesn't work in our favor. 
We need to shake things up. We need to try something new. We need to challenge ourselves. We need to put ourselves in situations where we're seeing different things and we have to think different thoughts and maybe use our brain a little bit harder so that we shake ourselves out of this monotony of life. And there's nothing wrong with having routines and there's nothing wrong with your world being known. But if you are craving that passion and that zest for life, you're craving something new or you're craving uh, an engagement of something again. So I want you to have a look at where is there an evolution that is needed in your life? And we can do this from uh, many different perspectives. And I'll give you a few examples here. An evolution, maybe there's a room in your house that you can update or paint or even change the furniture around in your room. Maybe you wanna change around your kitchen drawers and where things are. When we change our living space and where things are, and you'll, You'll get this if you've moved recently, or even if you think back to like the last time you moved, or if you went to an Airbnb and you're like looking through the cupboards, you're like, where, where is this? Like, where are the knives and where are the forks? Nope, not there. You're opening drawers, you're closing and your, your body's on your body and mind are on high alert because you're trying to figure things out. And this is good for creating alignment and creating zest and passion back in our life because it wakes us up. We have to think differently. Like I bet right now you could you know, be in your kitchen and you could make a coffee or a tea, you know, writing something down and journaling on the phone, watching TV or listening to a podcast all at the same time and not even recognize that you're making a coffee or tea because everything in your kitchen and the way that you do it is so known. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But if we want to wake ourselves up and feel alive again with passion, we need to change things up. So where's an evolution needed? Where are some changes needed? This could even be something a little bigger than moving stuff around in your house. Like maybe there's a new position in your work that you need. Like maybe you're just bored of the job that you're doing and something needs to change or bring you back to life or challenge you again. Maybe your business needs a new service or you need to rebrand or restructure so that you feel alive again to show up in it. Maybe you need to do something different with your spouse if you're feeling that lack of passion. Go on a date night of something you've never done before or travel together or, you know, play a board game together if that's not something new for you. Like do something different. Shake up the routines. Um, Joe and I have done this recently and not that our life was lacking passion or anything, but I'm always looking at like, okay, where are things getting too much into like a routine and I'm just going through the motions to do it because it's part of my routine. And it was part of our evening routine where we would like have dinner, you know, do the dishes. I would do some breath work and then I'd have a bath and then we'd, you know, meet up for like some steamy time. This is on the weeks we don't have the kids. And then we sit down and maybe, you know, watch an hour of TV to like unwind. And then we would go to bed and do our bed routine. And it just felt like it was like the same thing again and again. And I said to Joe, I'm like, I need to shake this up. There's nothing wrong with it. Like I'm enjoying it, but like it's, it's so predictable that I just wanted off of that predictability. And so we decided to take TV out of our evenings, like not even watching TV anymore. Um, and we decided to switch up a few things and it just felt so great. And uh, we started playing some cards and some board games and just, you know, to create a connection with ourselves that was different than what we had been doing. So there's many different ways that you can shake your snow globe and shake up your routine. And so have a look at the areas where you're feeling bored and ask yourself, how can I bring more evolution or zest to this area of my life? And the third uh, idea for you here comes from the spiritual context of where have you lost the connection with yourself? So when we lose that connection to ourself, like 
our soul, our inner being, that deep knowing aspect of you. Or when you feel like you have lost connection to God, divine, universe, spirit, whatever your language is here, when we lose that connection, we feel like we can't hold ourselves up. We feel like the world is coming at us all the time and it can be overwhelming. We can feel like we have lack of inspired energy because we're so outwardly focused and we can feel confused, disconnected, and and burnout can definitely happen uh, when we're like this for too long. I've been here. And so I want you to look at where are the times in your day that you are connecting, connecting with yourself, connecting with source, again, whatever language is good for you. Meditation is fantastic for this. Breath work is fantastic for this. Even, you know, getting outside for a walk by yourself with some music that lights you up, not a podcast or information coming in, but something where you can just allow yourself to be with yourself in the moment. Maybe it's a somatic uh, or body practice or movement with your body that you know connects you back with yourself. There are many different things that we can do to create this connection with ourselves, and it's important that we do this every single day. Abraham Hicks calls this uh, tuned in, tapped in, turned on. So when we are tuned in, tapped in, turned on, we can hear our intuition. We feel grounded. We have faith. And there is just a trust that, okay, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And when we lose that connection with ourself or source, this is when we feel like we cannot hold ourselves up. And so I want you to look for where can you spend five minutes in meditation? Where can you do a five, 10 minute breath work practice so you connect back with your physical self, connect back with your spiritual self? And I promise you, when you find these small pockets of time, even if it's in the bathroom with your kids on the other side of the door with that door closed for five minutes with yourself, even if it's sitting in your car before you come into the house and you engage in family life to connect back with yourself, maybe it's getting up 15, 20 minutes earlier so that you have that time with yourself. When we don't have these pockets of time, we lose that connection. And when we lose that connection, we lose that passion for everything that, we're have, that, everything that we want and are doing in life because we're so outwardly focused. And so I hope these three points and these three ideas has helped you here today. Um, I know that we all desire to feel passion in our life. We desire to feel engaged. We desire to feel present. We desire to feel enjoyment in the things that we're doing. And when we don't feel that, this is that red flag and that call from deep within you to pay attention, to have a look at the psychological, physiological, and spiritual aspects of yourself that just need a little bit more attention. Okay, my friend, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you would like to support the show and if you enjoy listening to these episodes and they're helpful for you, there's a couple ways that you can support us. Number one, send this episode to a fellow sister who you know could use personal and spiritual development, who you know perhaps might be lacking passion in their life or they just need that oomph back into everything that they are creating. Please share this episode with them. Also, you can take a screenshot, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, do a screenshot on your phone, throw it in your Instagram stories and tag me. I would love to know that you are listening and it also helps us get this message out to more people. Okay, I will see you on the next episode. 